Yo, yo, what is good, beautiful people? We had another episode of Cell Speaks. We are back at it again. Um, definitely working on getting back into the flow. It has just been a crazy stretch of weeks, but, you know, we're getting back to it because, again, the goal remains the goal. You know, working on getting into 52. Um, well, we at episode 45 now. Seven away. Seven away. So that's like seven weeks and probably less time because I'm also going to, you know, do my part to catch up, you know, on those tough weeks where I was dealing with loss and and just a whole lot of uh, family stuff. I, I, I told myself, yeah, I got to get back to it and uh, do what I got to do. So this is definitely going to be the week, you know, we get back to it and catch up. And, um, you know, as I was kind of putting together the plan that I have to, you know, get back on track and get back on my flow, you know, I started thinking about, okay, how do I get back into this creative space of bringing content, creating content? Like, how do I get back to that? Because it's like when you're, <laughs> when you've gone through as much as I've gone through in such a mon- short amount of time, you know, we're talking about the loss of my uncle, the loss of my grandfather, my other uncle getting kidnapped, and there's a whole bunch of other life stuff. It can be like draining is not the word, but it can be draining. It can be exhausting. It can be depleting. And it's like, you know, I know there's many of us out there, you know, operating in creative spaces, and maybe it's your job that is sucking out all of your energy. Maybe it is, you know, your relationship. Um, Maybe it is, you know, recent failures, you're not accomplishing certain goals that you thought you accomplished. Um, you know, maybe you're dealing and battling with a sickness, whatever it is, there's something, you know, what I mean, if this applies to you that you're dealing with that is just sucking out all the energy from you and really making it hard for you to move forward in that creative space and you feel a block and it happens, you know what I mean? Uh, for writers, it's called writer's block. You know, what I mean, I know as me as a musician, as a songwriter, I've had my moments of block where it's like, you know, there are things I know I'm supposed to do, things I know I'm supposed to create, and there's just nothing there. Like, I'm searching, I'm searching, and there's just nothing there. And I know what that's like. You know, I've been there. I, I know what it's like. And, you know, for that reason, like, even me working through my situation and trying to figure out what I'm going through, there were certain techniques that I've been picking up that I thought, man, you know, this could really be something that could be uh, useful for, for the people, you know, something that could be helpful for you guys as well. And, um, you know, again, these blocks, especially we as creators that we go through, you know, I mean, they happen because of burnout, because of lack of inspiration, because of stress, because of re- issues that we haven't resolved. And so, you know, once you can, I think the first step is first identifying, okay, why do I feel this way? You know, do I feel this way because I'm overworked? Do I feel this way because I'm tired? Do I feel this way because maybe I have a relationship spat that I haven't corrected yet? And sometimes once you correct the source of your conflict or the source of your issue, once you correct the thing that has been causing you, that has been really causing your your block, it sometimes, sometimes that's all it takes. So it's like maybe, you know, you and your your partner 
having a fight until you guys just talk and having a talk and laying out all the issues sometimes that's all it takes that one little conversation i apologize you apologize or you talk and you feel heard and then all of a sudden now whatever was blocking you suddenly lifts itself you know what i mean and and again these blocks can go from all things like you're trying to figure figure out a business idea or there's a problem that you're you're facing with uh with your work that you just can't seem to break and it's blocks of all shapes and sizes and so like i was saying sometimes it's as simple as correcting whatever happened so um you know if it's that you are burnt out you just go on vacation you know you go on vacation you take a break for from work for a week you come back you feel refreshed and boom you're ready to go if it's you know unresolved issues um maybe you haven't talking to someone maybe there's a grudge maybe there's an ongoing rift between you and a person you know you have a conversation and you come to a resolution and sometimes that's all it takes however sometimes it's a little bit more complicated than that you know i mean sometimes we may be feeling the way we feel because maybe it's a life change you know i mean um like you know for me i know when i had my son it was it was a mix of a burst of inspiration because you know you just have this child and it's so amazing and and stuff like that, but the other half of it was like just being so tired, like you you just feel drained and you're just doing so much and you just don't have the energy to kind of, you know, keep moving and do what you gotta do and you just feel exhausted, and that can be a block in itself. And it's not as easy to say like, oh, okay, you just get some sleep and gonna get your creative flow. You know, I mean, it's it's a life change. It's not like a oh, this just happened and then once I tweak it, everything will be back to normal. It's different. Um, we also have, you know, sometimes just a lack of inspiration, you know, nothing necessarily happened, but you just don't, you don't have, you don't feel inspired. You don't feel like, wow, you know, I want to go after this. So I want to do this. You know what I mean? And so while I can continue to keep elaborating on the issues, on the problems that get us to this point, you know, I also wanted to really give some solutions, some techniques that could really help. You know, people out there who've kind of fallen off from the creative flow to kind of get back into it. And uh, the first thing I would say is, you know, you have to do new things. Do things that you've never done before. Read new books, go to new places, try new foods. And when I say things you haven't done before, like step out of your routine. So if you are used to when you go on walks, you walk the same trip trail the same spot the same area you know i mean you walk in the same amount of times it's like switch it up go somewhere else you know with different scenery in a different location you know i mean if you usually go on a track instead of going on a track maybe try a park you know i mean with no track and you're doing a trail if you usually do trails try a park um if you usually walk in the forest maybe try walking on the beach if you're always walking on the beach try to and do, you know, vice versa in, in, in the forest or maybe try mountains, hiking, you know, a whole bunch of different things. So the goal is to do things you haven't done before. And when I say to you, you know, read new books, if you are constantly reading self-help books all the time or books on money, try reading like a nonfiction book. You know, I mean, a book about mystery and 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 thrillers you know what I mean? Or if you're constantly reading nonfiction books, you know, or sci-fi stories, try reading, you know, I'm sorry, if you're constantly reading fiction books, like sci-fis, 
then read nonfiction, read biographies, read stories about people's life, about history. You know what I mean? But by doing new things, it exposes you to new information. And that new information is what we would call like new stimuli. Stimuli being stimulants, stimulus. Things that um, stimulize you back into thinking new and fresh ideas and, and doing new different things. Right. So if you want to do new things, you have to be exposing yourself to new things. So going to new places like try new restaurants. If you've been going to the same spots consistently for a very long time, like make a list of four or five different um, restaurants that you've never been to and or foods that you've never tried and try it. You so one sometimes the easiest way to break a block is to give yourself new experiences. New places, new foods, new information, new perspectives, just something outside of your routine. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean you have to like it. And it doesn't mean you have to agree with it. Like, that's one thing I tell people all the time. I'm never afraid of a bad experience. Like, that's why when it comes to food, it never bugs me because I'll eat food and it's whack. And it's like, okay, that's all right. I'm glad I tried it. I realize I don't like this and I keep it moving. I think the other day I had, um, I tried, uh, was it calamari or something like that? I went out with my cousins and then they're like, oh, try this. And, you know, it's it's something I never had before, something I never tried before. And um, it tasted good. Well, eh, I don't know if I'll use the word good. It was all right. And uh, honestly, it was like onion rings, but chewier. But again, like, I'm okay with trying new things and I'm okay with bad experiences. Like, it's okay to try food and it doesn't taste good. That's just what life is because, you know what I mean, not everything new that you try is going to be bad. Sometimes it's amazing and you end up realizing, wow, I love, I love this. I never knew I would, but because I gave it a chance, you know, you figure it out. So that's the first thing. Do new things. Second thing would be is challenge yourself in a way that you've never challenged yourself before. Like maybe challenging yourself means that you, you know, go, you go out for a contest or you put yourself in a league or, you know, well, uh, or a challenge, right? So sometimes there's like 30-day challenges, 75-day challenges. Um, my cousin's on one of them. Um, and in that challenge for 75 days, I think they have to work out twice a day. You have to read a book. You have to go on a diet, no cheat days. And you kind of have to stick to it for 75 days straight. And you cannot miss a day. And if you miss a day, you have to start over. And I think she had done like 20-something days. And she slipped up and then she started over and I think now she's at day 37. And these are great things because it is teaching you about yourself. It's helping you discipline yourself and you're pushing yourself to new limits, new, new, again, new experiences that you've never done before. And I think testing yourself as a human being is like so, so key. And that's one of the things that really, really help us grow. And again, like if you're talking about breaking out of a rut and getting back into your flow, oh, that's definitely one of the best ways. You challenge yourself and you see if you can stick to the challenge and, you know, you you allow yourself to be overjoyed um, when you hit your goal and you be a little bit more forgiving if you kind of fall short. And if you do fall short, you say, okay, what could I have done better and how I grow? It's like, you know, let's say, you know, you want to do a bodybuilding contest. Just trying to put yourself in a position to do a bodybuilding contest is going to have you working out more than you've ever worked out. It's going to have you on a diet more than you've ever been on a diet. And whether you want to lose, like you were doing more 
in that space than you probably ever were before just for the fact that you were putting yourself in this context. With the challenges, again, you probably would never tell yourself for 75 days straight, I'm going to work out twice a day and I'm going to read a book and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But because you jump onto this challenge, right, and you're really trying to accomplish a goal, it really pushes you to accomplish things that outside of that you probably never would have. And these are things where it's like when you're putting your mind and, and you're putting your body and soul into these new experiences and you're pushing yourself, it starts to birth new ideas, new perspectives, and you start to see things so much differently, right? So another one um, in the process of getting back into your creative flow is to go to one of your streams of happiness. And so I'll probably do a podcast on this because the more I think about this concept, the more I love it more and more and more. And that is the seven streams of happiness. You know, we always talk about having seven streams of income. And I thought about it and I was like, I think it's equally as important to have seven streams of happiness. And the concept is basically rooted in the fact that there are multiple things or, or facets or external sources in your life in which you draw happiness from. So obviously one of your streams of happiness would be happiness from within. You know, I mean, of course, you know, we should first be happy within. But there are other things like maybe you love to sing. That can be a stream of happiness. Maybe you like to dance. That can be another stream of happiness. Reading books and going to the beach. You know, I mean, you find these seven things that bring you happiness. And sometimes you just have to tap into them. Because a lot of times with us not nurturing or taking care of ourselves emotionally, that starts to block everything else in other aspects. Right. So when you kind of take care of yourself emotionally and you say, you know, I just want to take some time to work on me being happy. Like I want to take some time and invest on invest in my happiness today. That is another thing that all of a sudden you start to see like the clouds get a little bit brighter and the sun is shining a little stronger. You know, what I mean, and your days kind of just pick up and, and, and lift with a much better energy than if you kind of weren't approaching things that way. You know, what I mean, if you were just like, oh, you know, not taking time to really, um, you know, feed your happiness. And so sometimes that happiness can be derived from the people around us. Sometimes it's from activities. Sometimes it's from shows, movies, hobbies, you know, different things. But I, I truly, truly believe that. We should really, time and time again, as much as we can, tap into a stream of happiness. You know what I mean? And that's definitely something where, listen, when you're happy and you're feeling great and you're feeling good, that is definitely going to get your creative juices flowing. Um, another thing is give yourself limits. You know what I mean? And when I say give yourself limits, it, it means, um, I mean, it's it's. I'll give you an example because give yourself limits is kind of self-explanatory, but I'll give you an example when I say give yourself limits. So it's like, let's say I wanted to write a song. A limit could be, okay, I have 20 minutes to write this song and whatever I have, however much or however little it is, that's what I'm going with. And so it, again, forces my mind to think differently because usually, you know, you give yourself all this time to work on stuff and sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's a bad thing but when you say all right you know what i am limiting myself to an hour and that's all i have and whatever i have i'm putting it out and i'll, and I'll tell you guys so i did something like that which was kind of a challenge and it also involved limits as well 
for the 12 days of Christmas, I basically challenged myself to drop a song every day, every single day for the 12 days of Christmas. And knowing that like every single day I had to make a track and I had to drop a track, it actually forced me to make something. And so where I would sit there and lollygag or do something and not finish it, like I was actually finishing these tracks. And what's funny is I came up with 12 pretty great um, songs to the point where, you know, I'm, I'm working on dropping the entire album this coming Christmas. You know, that'll be my 12 Days of Christmas album. But that came because it was a combination of me challenging myself and also the limits, meaning every single day I had to drop a track, no matter what. Like I couldn't, you know, not drop it that day and wait to know. So by limiting myself really to those 24 hours minus the hours that I was sleeping and working, it's like I it forced me to find solutions. You know what I mean? And by giving yourself limits, you know what I mean? Um, you know, maybe say you'll cook, uh, like, you know, you just say you love to cook. So you say, all right, I'm going to cook, but, um, my limit will be one starch, one protein, or I don't know. You, you just, you, you don't give yourself as ma- as much access to as many options as you used to. Cause sometimes having too many options makes us stagnant. So you limit your options, which forces you to really maximize what you have. And by maximizing, you will find yourself being, again, more creative. Um, Another thing could be uh, consider a retreat, right? A retreat meaning you go away for a week by yourself, no distractions, no body, just focusing on, you know, restoring or replenishing yourself and, you know, moving forward in whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. So whether that means, like you hear songwriting retreats, there's music retreats, one of the greatest moments in my life musically for piano was when I went to um, France slash Sweden for this music festival and I was there for about a month and that was about the most growth that I had ever made because there was no distractions there was nothing else to do but play piano practice and get better and that kind of retreat helped me grow so much and so maybe that's something that you can consider it doesn't have to be as long as a month it can be a week it can be two three days where you lock yourself into a hotel and there's no distractions, just you and whatever it is that you're trying to do, whether it's writing a book, writing a song, um, you know, creating flyers or painting a picture, what, whatever it is that you want to do in the creative space. You know, I mean, you separate yourself from all distractions, people, work, all that. And it's just you and your project. And you're just sitting there, you know, allowing yourself to think, work you know, engage and execute without no other distractions or anything bothering you. You know, I used to read about, um, I used to read, I think it was Maya Angelou, who every day after her morning routine, she would go to a hotel and stay there for about a few hours and nobody was there, no phone, no nothing. And in that time, that's what she would write all of her poems and do all of her work. And um, this was something that really helped her create some of her best work. And so for some of us, sometimes um, sometimes we just have too much going on. And so we just need to separate. You know what I mean? You need to go to a retreat, go outside, breathe nature, you know, stay in a different place and just, um, you know, allow new, that focus, no, no distractions to really help us lock in. The other one that I had was... Um, this one would technically be like the opposite of a retreat. It would be surrounding yourself with inspiring people. 
And so maybe the people around you just are not inspiring and you need to inspire yourself. You need to surround yourself with people who inspire you, people who are either doing something in the same space as you or people who are doing great things in their own space. So by surrounding yourself with people who are grinding, who are getting after it, it rubs off on you. You know what I mean? They say that we're most like the five people we spend the most time and energy with. And I promise you, I've seen it time and time again. Like you spend time around five people who are doing Airbnb or real estate. Trust me, you're going to find yourself doing it too. You spend your time around five people doing stocks and investing. Trust me, you'll find yourself doing the same thing. You spend time around five people who all they do is party and you know, always trying to, you know, just have a good time and, and never serious about anything, you will find yourself doing the same thing. And so, you know, maybe it's that you just need to surround yourself with people who are doing inspirational or inspiring things. And sometimes that really helps. Um, and then my last one is sometimes you just need some rest. You just need a good night's rest. You just got to sleep. You have to take a break. You just got to stop driving and digging yourself so hard. You know, with some of my projects, sometimes my greatest breakthroughs have come when I just stepped away from it for a couple hours, walked away, went and did something different, you know, just just didn't think about it and do anything. And then I came back and boom, all the ideas were there. Sometimes it's just sleep and rest. So I hope you guys have been, um, you know, kind of making your list on it. Again, I'll say it. Do different things, things you haven't done before. Read new books, go to new places, try new foods. Challenge yourself in a way that you never challenged yourself before. Try something hard. Go to one of your seven streams of happiness. Give yourself limits because it will force you to come up with new ways to solve old problems. Consider a retreat, you know, going outside, um, you know, taking time to breathe, being around nature, giving yourself a few days to just, you know, no distractions, just you and your project. Surrounding yourself with inspiring people. You know, you put yourself around people who are doing amazing and dope things. And then last but not least, but super important, take some time to sleep. Take some time to rest. And I promise you, if you can do a couple of these things, yo, you will find your creative juices flowing again right back to it and, and really being able to do your thing. So I love you guys. I hope this has been a benefit to you. I hope this has been something that, you know, it's like, oh, wow, I never thought about that. And it's definitely something I could use. And listen, if so, look, share it with a couple of your friends right now. I mean, continue to share the movement. We want to share it with as many friends as we can and continue to build the audience for Cell Speaks. You know, I really appreciate you guys. Love the feedback. Love the love. And um, we're going to continue doing what we do. So I love y'all. And yet again, another episode of Cell Speaks. <laughs>